2: The problem.
0: You got all the questions.
2: Okay, listen to me. Let me hear
1: what I'm saying.
3: Okay. Never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to
2: freak out. This is a new way. and It's a new day. It
3: is broccoli in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is. It's when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please
2: clap. Are you
3: serious? Hey! Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. No one's going to work longer to win your hearts, your trust, and your support. That give you America itself!
0: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty!
1: Studio C. It's a dimly lit room. It's deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Never-ending
0: investigations. I realized this morning as I was listening to the news on my way in that uh, various announcements about Don McGann decided this, or somebody subpoenaed, or they're holding a hearing. I just, I didn't even, it didn't even move my meter. Right. I thought, yeah. you know,
1: if you, if you come up with something, let me know. Yeah, I, I think, well, polls show that most of America feels that way. So. Right, right, Just like, okay, if something happens, please alert me, but I can't follow this.
0: Yeah, there's some sort of breathless anticipation of some yuck-yuck testifying behind closed doors for two hours. How can you talk about that?
1: Hmm. It's phony, Jack. Phony, I'm telling you. Well, or it's not, but we'll find out eventually. And until then, well, the uh, the uh, hi- the uh, breathlessness, the hyperbole, the promotion that's that's of thats definitely as, phony. A,
0: as a major event. Yeah. Like I say, if it turns out to be a legit investigation, you find something at the end of the rainbow. Uh, please
1: tweet at me, or you know, call me. Well um, don't call me
0: because I won't pick up. Text me.
1: We're on the air in many coastal cities on both coasts, and uh, this headline... Coast... How about that ocean, huh? Something in it. Yeah. Boy. Tensions is it between... The, the, the you know main... what it is, the ocean? I, I say this every time I see the ocean. You know what it is? It's vast. Mm. Man, is it vast. Mm. Uh, coastal cities could be underwater by 2100. Well. Worst case scenarios, and I'm a big fan of worst case scenario. Sure. That's the way I like to live my life. Sure. Assuming the worst case scenario in all instances. Like, Sean just sneezed, clearly dying. Right. Yes. Worst case scenario. <laughs> uh, coastal cities could be underwater by 2,100. More than six foot rise in sea levels. Six, oh, six foot rise in sea levels would make a difference. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That's Joe's advice. I'll be hovering above you in
0: heaven. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. 2,100.
1: Yeah, I suppose I don't have much of a chance to live till then. So. Coastal property in Nevada. Well, my kids will be... Uh, Oceanfront property in, uh, I don't know, Kentucky. My kids will be around 90. Yeah, exactly. It's they exciting. should just plan ahead. You buy a house in Reno, and all of a sudden, you're you're the big deal. Change. It's called change. Yeah. yeah you, what are you anti-change? Right. Well, you know what? You, you know what? I'm hearing
0: a lot of is air breather privilege. What about the fish? <laughs> the fish are thinking, wow, finally a little room to stretch out. We'll have a little extra real estate. And you, with your air breathing privilege, think it's a bad thing.
1: Well, like, North Dakota used to be under the ocean. Is that a terrible thing that it's not anymore? Or are we happy about that? I think we're happy about uh, that. I'm neither,
0: honestly. I mean, I'd prefer that it not be suddenly underwater again for the mm-hmm. good people of North Dakota. But who cares? It's geological change, <laughs> Jack. The Hawaiian Islands used to not exist. What, are you going to bulldoze
1: them? Because they weren't always that way? It's change. Yeah. Embrace it. Buy, it. Right. Buy a place in Reno. Yep. And Wait. <laughs> uh let's introduce everybody in the squad to get started today. What was the story I was kind of excited about? Oh, we're going to have somebody on to tell you about how you can become a 401k millionaire. Yes. Which I assume step one is be in your 20s. But uh, oh. after that, uh, I'd like some advice. Well, listen.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Uh, well, it's certainly not too late for everyone to maximize what they can do from now on. Well, of course. Yeah. Step but, one, put a million dollars in your 401k. <laughs> right. It's like the old joke about the wine business. How do you end up with a million dollars, make it a million dollars? Start with five. Um, so, uh, But y- your younger uh, folks, your, your kids, your grandkids, your, your nieces and nephews and friends, you can tip them off to what you learn on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: I'm gonna go out of order here, just because I have a question. Let's introduce somebody to the squad, starting with positive. Sean, do you have a cold, Sean? No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay, no, Good.
4: that was just it was uh, okay. I'm a I'm allergic to fantastic radio content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh boy, oh, What was that, oh, that?
1: that explains the vomiting. <laughs> wow. That was fantastic. I just, I just don't want to catch a cold. And if you got a cold, I'm gonna turn my face this way or something. But you don't think you know, oh, that'll no, work? No, that that, that that science has proven that you just <laughs> turn your head. It away takes, from the people with the cold. It takes
4: very little for me to call in sick to work. If I have even a hangnail, rest assured that I'm using a sick day. By right. the way,
1: my, my finger that I smashed in the garage door the other day throbs constantly. Mm. Yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't be here.
4: I got sick <laughs> days begging to be used. And, and
1: I've actually been thinking about this a fair amount. I've thought this many times throughout my life when I've smashed various things. I'd like to see a video of it. How flat did it get? Oh. How flat can it get? Oh. I prefer not to see a video of it. Well, what happens there when you smash your, you know, your toe or your finger in something? Does well, it get I don't flattened? think you squeeze. Oh, well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't think the bone changes shape. I don't know. It was a pretty tight space. I mean, it looked like there was nothing. I don't know how it even worked. The metal Brr. didn't give. So, no. what, what gave? What sort of metal is it? Had to be the is it finger. aluminium, as they say in Britain. Yeah. But it wasn't dented or anything. So, well, I don't mean, know. I don't know. Well,
0: I don't think your bones can, like, compress and decompress. Unless you, maybe you got a squashed bone. It could be. Maybe your bone at the end of your finger is, like, super flat. It is quite purple.
1: It's mm. not supposed to be that color. There's um, our border. Op- hmm? <laughs> <laughs> smashed my tongue in the garage door. Yeah,
2: hello. Here's
1: our board operator, Michelangelo, who presses buttons, flips, toggles, and pulls levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm okay. I'm really groggy. I slept hard, and the thing is, I was You so... slept hard? Yeah, I was so... I'm not, I sh- so... Per- I woke not up...
1: familiar with that term. What does that mean?
2: Just really deep. I had a really Jean deep sleep. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know my wife's family
0: used that expression, but I, really? I was never Slept quite sure. Okay. You wake up, you know, tired. You got a crick in huh. your neck or whatever. I not don't, I, don't, I always thought it was that. nonsense, but
1: <laughs> I've
2: never heard. Anyway,
0: that. I didn't say that at the time.
1: <laughs> that's nonsense how did you sleep last night hard oh that's
2: nonsense
1: well you know once we'd been married for a while I said, what does that mean <laughs> back to you michael
2: well i woke up so groggy that i i did something i've never done before i actually got lost in my own house it was pitch black i try not to wake up the girlfriend and so i found myself walking then i did she's know- in a
1: separate room i assume
2: yes yeah we, we have two, two twin beds of course um and so I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I'm pushing on this wall, and I have no clue as to where I am. You're pushing on the wall. Right. I'm wow. I, I have no idea Were where Were you doing I'm... a Tiger Woods ambient thing? No. I. It, so I ended up behind like a dresser in, in the you corner. You ended up behind the dresser in the corner? <laughs> right.
3: <What>? Did <laughs> your <laughs> bones
1: get squashed? So you I, did sleep hard
2: last so night. So I picked up my cell phone, and I used it like as a flashlight and, and worked my way out of there, and then finally <laughs> found a my whole way, whole way whole back world? to the hallway and then to the restroom. Are where you I, sure, I, Tiger? Are, whatever. Are you just... Disturbed by this? Do you I would think be, you're in Florida?
1: I would be.
0: Do you think you're I was, in California. <laughs> well, I was, I was disturbed the at the time. I thought, me. what's
2: going to happen? <laughs> Stop if, me when you hit, I hit this state. I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to have to wait for sunrise so that I can see where I'm at. Finally, were you
1: horrifyingly disturbed by this? I would be.
2: Yeah, a little that bit. Groggy. That groggy. I was just <laughs> that, Over that here groggy in the corner
1: of the room. Can't figure out how to
2: get out. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, what is it? You know, I'm feeling these objects. I don't I have no idea what they are. So it's just, yeah, it was disturbing. It's a but, nightmare. But I'm here. and, and You've I'm... had an episode, as they say. Yeah.
4: Well, congratulations to using your phone as a tool and not as a resource to, you know, call your girlfriend and say, come help me. I'm stuck behind the dresser. <laughs>
2: yeah, because yeah, really. yeah, that would not have been a good <laughs> thing. That would have been horrible. <laughs>
3: There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Got to tell you, I'm feeling good about a couple of events. Celebrity birthday today. Actor Lawrence Tarot. Better known as... Hey, fool. This is Mr. T. I did not and know I would that. I want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. From one sweetheart to another sweetheart. Love you. Mis- Love you, babe.
1: How old is Monsieur Mis-
3: Mis- T? <laughs> Mr. T is 67 as years old. As he's known old. in France. <laughs> 67, you said? <laughs> yes, indeed. Net worth about a million and a half dollars.
1: So he's still rocking the Mohawk?
3: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he is. Uh, have I told you guys the, the, the
4: myth of his multiple chains? How that, how that came to be a thing? But, yeah.
1: Seems like the sort of thing you could have told me and I would have forgotten it. But.
4: <laughs> Before he was kind of a media and television movie tough guy, he was a bouncer at a bar. Oh, right, right. I and those chains tuffer, right? were the chains of the guys that he bounced. And he just wore them as a, hey, you want to come back and get it? Come on. You can come back and get it anytime. So he's wow. a for real tough guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah, that, I, I have not fact checked that, but that is the story that I believe
1: to be Although, true. Although the Mohawk yeah. in the 80s and 90s when he was a big star was pretty dangerous. Now every third grader in America has one, so it's not quite as uh, intimidating, but... And in You honor- know, I slept
0: hard uh, last night. Yes. I woke up. I was so groggy, I thought we discussed Mr. T for five minutes on the show. <laughs>
3: what the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> and in honor of Mr. T's birthday and my successful PGA financial investment, once again, oh, gentlemen, this oh, morning, oh. I oh. am bringing home the bacon. Wow, more yes. gambling yes. winnings for Marshall. Yes. yes.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you, Marshall. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, May 21st, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getting. we approve of this program.
0: All right, let's get started now officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. I'm sure we'll be discussing the big Russian guy from a Rocky movie next. Here we go at Mark.
2: Politics
3: is a crazy world, but when you have the best employment numbers in history, when you have the best unemployment numbers in history, when you have the best economy probably that we've ever had, I don't know, how the hell do you lose this election, right? (laughs) Trump in Pennsylvania last
1: night, which he has determined uh, and said out loud in the rally, he said, i got to win this state. i got to win this state. And Biden was there over the weekend. So you're going to see a lot of the, both of them in Pennsylvania back and forth for the next 532 days, yes. including probably the last day. You know, it's difficult
0: to find somebody who's even slightly agnostic about Trump at this point, but uh, that is so charming to say that. The economy like this, how, how could I lose? Which you never say. You're, you're tempting fate or tempting people to say something.
1: He doesn't care. People were passing out left and right during the Trump uh, speech yesterday. We got to get to that. that? Is that hot there or something like that? Really? Or, or he's got an evangelist sort of thing going on? I don't know. <laughs> there was a ga- the
2: Bible!
3: There was a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, we'll have some more from the Trump rally in Pennsylvania, blasting Biden. House judiciary subpoena snubbed, setting up a monstrous sub <laughs> Subpoena. Snubbed. Okay. Setting up a monstrous fight. And we have ratings for the most discussed TV show finale in history. That's right. Coming up.
1: Um, How's mailbag look? Oh, it is so outstanding. I call for a rare double mailbag. Wow. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: Armstrong
2: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Bones are slightly flexible, says this texter. Especially yeah. if you're young and healthy. You guys, however, your bones are probably like old twigs. So thank La- you for that. Graham text. crackers. <laughs> 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 Try to bend one of those, huh? <laughs> ah. Mailbag. Wait you know what you're going to do? Stop smashing things in doors. That's what I'm going to try to do. Mind your fingers. You know, my wife, the way she shuts
0: car doors, it scares me. I'm nervous for her. Because I I just push it and let it go. And it clunks closed. She's one of those people who keeps her hand on it all the way to the car. And, and uh, I just ah, no, she
1: got away with it again. <laughs> I have no idea how I shut a car door. I'll have to look Man, the I don't time.
0: guide it all the way to the car with my hand then contacting the car. And if I make the slightest miscalculation, boom! They'll call me niner. <laughs> Here's a freedom-loving quote of the day from Robert A. Heinlein, the uh, the thinker and uh, and writer. You ever read me Heinlein, Jack? It's brilliant. Probably not because it's science fiction, and you're racist no, against don't. science fiction. I don't
1: read science fiction. It's a matter. With I'm you? a serious person. Science fiction's a race. Yes. <laughs> Because everything is these days. If Mexican is a race, then science
0: fiction is a race. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, passed along by Ben the Libertarian. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. So everybody draws that line differently, though, and that's, you know, uh, a problem.
1: Yeah, as I I I really recommend this book on China, the China Dream, China Dream that I'm reading. But it's the lifestyle of these totalitarian countries. What it's like to live there? There's none of that. You're you're constantly thinking about what the government or your mayor or what or your com- or whatever is you know thinking about you, or how they're what they're gonna how they're gonna react to this. There's no yeah. like. Uh, I am my own person. I do what I want in privacy. There's just none of that, mm. and we're getting less of that every single day. Right, right. We're getting less of the I. I get you know, I get to make my decisions on my own. None of your business. There's less of that every day in this country. And for the same
0: reasons as always, they're promising you a utopia if you would just put them in charge. <clears throat> and people fall for it over and over again. Moving along on a lighter note, uh, John uh, points out that. If you listen to our podcasts at half speed, uh, it sounds like we're often people say you sound drunk, but he says uh, you guys sounded despondent (laughs) talking (laughs) about the uh, Game of Thrones finale. Half speed, emotionally, completely despondent.
1: (laughs) Did they do that for entertainment? Run them at half speed or
4: I I don't know. I like that It. to me, it says that four-plus hours
1: of awesome entertainment right. just isn't enough. Right. Oh, again, with the butt kissing. What's gotta, up you, with you?
4: you got to slow drip
1: it. <laughs> at half speed, it's a six-hour show. <laughs> you can get our podcasts at uh,
0: iHeartRadio or or iTunes or wherever podcasts are given away for free because we're stupid. There's a guest shower <laughs> thought from Phil. Oh, Phil mentions that he's from beautiful Moses Lake, Washington, where Jay Inslee's idiotic campaign to educate the country about failed carbon taxes and foolish dam removal requires doubling the budget for his Washington State Patrol protection, detail, and travel expenses. Hope everyone appreciates the expenses we've assumed to inform you. Indeed, I would like to thank everyone, Washington State, for gifting all of America with uh, Jay Inslee, whose candidacy is really, really starting to gain momentum. <clears> hmm. <throat> Another guest shower thoughts, Tanner, student at BYU and Provo. Beautiful Provo, Utah. Been a fag for three years, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Everyone is out for themselves. Doctors hope you get sick. Lawyers hope you get sued. Cops hope you break the law. Mechanics hope your car breaks down. But thieves are the only ones who hope you do well in life. Oh, wow. Think about it. Deep. Think about it. Let's see. Uh, Oh, here's a nice note from uh, Kelsey. Uh, with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's only a matter of time before there's a country song where the guy's truck leaves him. <laughs> Hilarious. She signs off. I am. I miss it. Uh, I miss when you used to pronounce Yahoo with a long A. There you go. Listen, since I was fourteen, now I'm thirty-two. The other day, a friend showed me something to read, and I had to hold it at arm's length to see it better. So there you go. Thank you, Kelsey, yeah, for hanging that's around. That's
1: supposed to. Have, what is that?
0: And she's thirty-two. Still a young woman, prime of life. Probably still has flexible bones. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: What, tw- ah, 20 seconds. Uh, nah, we don't really have time. Marshall's News is going to be good. I want to discuss... And then uh, super Bonus Mailbag in a bit. I just saw up on the TV the ad for the, the new Aladdin movie with the real people on. I, do, are, we, are we okay with this? Do we think this is a good idea, taking all the Disney movies and putting in real people? Nah. As a Disney shareholder, I'm fine with it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. Mm.
3: They're just
1: advertising the hack during the NBA games and everywhere else for the new live action Aladdin movie to follow up the live action, whatever it was, Jungle Book movie. They're going to make them all. They're going to make a live action Lion King, I guess. So they're redoing them all with live people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a clip from that the other day. So it's the same exact movie, just uh, not a cartoon. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. Well, the technology's improved so much, I guess. You know, they think it'll be a
0: little more vivid, a little more entertaining, a little more scary. The first one they did we'll was The Jungle Book.
4: They already did The Beauty uh-huh. and the Beast as well. Right. This uh, Aladdin, I believe is the third. Gotcha. All right. Was Anne
1: Hathaway in the uh, Beauty and the Beast? It no, it matter. was I don't care. uh it was the, Mr. T in it. It was is, um <laughs> is Will Smith the genie? Is that what I take correct, from the ads? Yeah, there correct. you go. He's still pretty buff, isn't he? He works out. And his wife of 22 years uh came out yesterday and said she's a porn addict. Which is interesting. She said she had a porn addiction when she was single.
4: Whose
0: wife?
1: Will, Will Smith. Oh, Will, really? Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Porn
3: addict. is that something? It's uh, a little
1: distracting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump hosting another raucous rally. Hello, Pennsylvania. 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 An early push for support in that state just days after 2020 rival Joe Biden's big rally in his home state. President Trump rallying voters at the outdoor event Monday night going after the former vice president. Biden deserted you. He's not from Pennsylvania. I guess he was born here, but he left you, folks. He left you for another state. Remember that, please. I meant to say that. This guy talks about, I know, Scranton, I know, that. well, I know the places better. He left you for another state, and he didn't take care of you because he didn't take care of your jobs.
1: Wow. (laughs) So he's going to call out, because politicians do this all the time. They all try to have, like, five different home states if they can pull it off. Oh, yeah. So
3: Trump's going to call him out. He doesn't live here anymore. He left a long time ago. (laughs) That's hilarious. Trump going on to say it's no wonder foreign leaders are calling former Vice President Biden and begging him to run. Trump said other countries are taking advantage of American leaders in previous trade talks, and he's put an end to that, going on to point out. Politics is a crazy world, but when you have the best employment numbers in history, when you have the best unemployment numbers in history, when you have the best economy probably that we've ever had, I don't know. How the hell do
1: you lose this election, right? So, there you go. so Trump brought up on stage a guy dressed as the border wall. Yeah. Wearing a, <laughs> a jacket that looked like it was made of bricks. That's <laughs> inaccurate. It's more steel slats than brick. <laughs> right. Um. Wow. So, if you live in a solidly blue or solidly red state, you're going to see each candidate maybe once. If you live in Pennsylvania, in the next 532 days, how many times will you see Biden and Trump? That He'll might move in with you. That might be the state. Ohio,
3: Florida, Wisconsin? Yeah. Former White House counsel Don uh, McGahn will not be showing up at a House Judiciary Committee hearing today. It's McGahn's, a constitutional crisis! McGahn's lawyer sent a letter to committee chairman Jerry Nadler saying that McGahn will respect President Trump's request not to testify. The committee wants McGann to answer questions about his testimony in the Mueller-Russia investigation, and Nadler is threatening to hold him in contempt if he doesn't show up. Yeah, wake me up when something happens. Small group of House Democrats, meanwhile, is urging uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi to start impeachment proceedings against the president. Really? I hadn't heard that. Pelosi has been... Every week for like 45 weeks. Pelosi 145 weeks. Pelosi has been telling them they have not yet exhausted all other means of getting the White House to comply With oversight efforts. Well, she keeps pointing out.
0: Exorcism, plague of frogs, every means.
3: Nancy
1: Mm. keeps pointing out they don't have the votes in the Senate. And it was a big move over the weekend. So you had this Republican congressman come out and say he is for impeachment. What's his name? Justin Amash.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: uh, He's more Republican than Democrat, but he's kind of his own thing.
1: So the media immediately ran to the most anti-Trump Republican senator, Mitt Romney to say, hey, how are you feeling about this? And Mitt Romney said, no, there's no justification for impeachment. So they're still solid in the Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Nancy Pelosi's calculation is correct, which brings me to I want to talk later. There's a book out about the first impeachment that we ever had in this nation, Andrew Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, back in the 1860s, and it's worth taking a look at because exactly the same thing happened as would happen now. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, well, Nancy knows her history because she was around at the time. <laughs> wow, what was his? What was his thing? I'll, I'll talk about that. But cheated, just... cheated at golf. The, the long and short of it is yeah, the, the jumper. Uh, the other party hated him for a lot of big things, but they could only get him on this minor technicality that the rest of the country didn't care about. Ah, and uh, part of the point of the review of this book was that's what would happen to Trump. You could, you, you know, there might be a chunk of the country that hates him for a bunch of big things that they think is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the impeachment would be about some sp- specific things that most people don't care about.
0: Yelling at somebody right. to fire Robert Mueller? Right. No, I'm not going to fire
1: him. All right, no, he's there. Nobody's
3: going to change their vote in the Senate over that. Ratings are out for the Game of Thrones finale. Almost 19.5 million viewers tuning in to watch. Which
1: used to be a regular Thursday night yes. for five shows on yep. NBC, but just, you know, times have changed. <laughs> it didn't get out in China, though. So in China, where it's a huge hit, 550 million times the show was watched just this season in China. Mm. A yeah. Um lot. Uh, because of the trade war, they couldn't watch it. So, really? really? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, so the entire continent there that that'll bump up the numbers a little bit. But so the final season's episode uh when including delayed viewing right. on all on all platforms is factored in, they've averaged about 44 million viewers. That's a huge hit there on, on a
3: pay
1: channel. That's yeah. unbelievable.
3: There you go. And last night in Portland in overtime, the Warriors do it again. Another comeback as they defeat the Blazers here in overtime and advance to their fifth consecutive NBA finals.
1: Well, starting three Hall of Famers with one Hall of Famer at home hurt seems like cheating. Well, they've got a Hall of Famer and an All-Star
0: on their injured reserve list. You get a decent uh, selection of role players around them, their injured reserve list could win an NBA championship some years. It's
1: ridiculous. I'm wearing a Warriors hat today because I root for winners.
3: (laughs) Warriors are going to be bandwagon.
1: They're going to play four (laughs) games in the next 20 days, the Warriors. Mm. Four games in 20 days. That's uh, really spreading it out. Oh yeah, they're milking
3: it. Warriors are going to be uh, facing either the Milwaukee Bucks or fear the, the deer. or the Toronto Raptors in the NBA finals. Foreigners, fear foreigners. <laughs> what? No, that's not what? their this slogan. Is, this is clearly xenophobia. Uh, Bucks uh, Raptors game four tonight. Uh, Milwaukee leads the series two to one. Do, do they have uh, any sort of uh, Game of Thrones reference going on for? Uh, so, yeah, the North
0: Remembers the is a North, very
4: common yeah. thing you'll see. I think they they got a lot of shirts with that on there. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, their best player, they often refer to him as King of the North okay. things, things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: good. It's not as good as Fear the Deer. But it's <laughs> it's good. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, <laughs> the, deer. the conscience of the nation.
1: And, of course, the Golden State Warriors motto, which is you can't beat us. Right. <laughs> we are going to beat you. We're bored, and we're still going to beat you. <laughs> exactly. Quite amazing. A yeah. uh, number of things we needed to You said mailbag was so good, you got to double up on it. Yeah, we'll get
0: to thing. that uh, sooner or later. Plus, uh, a bunch of Instagram influencers' account information has been exposed, and we'll have that story back-to-back with an Instagram quote-unquote influencer who ought to be punched in the stomach. Wow and and have her account information exposed okay. now I would never lift a hand against
1: a woman, but if another gal Except for wants this to
0: one, punch her right in the stomach
2: no, I'm not okay. punching anybody
1: man. okay uh, All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. This morning, President Trump tweeted that Joe Biden's lead is so big that Bernie Sanders is history. And Bernie was like, no, I'm literally history. I live through
1: history. I am history. I'm not denying that. It's an old joke. And not a
0: particularly good one.
1: Johnny Depp says Amber Heard painted fake bruises on her face to fabricate abuse claims. Oh, boy.
0: <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you remember Jack Nicholson's line from As Good As It Gets? Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're full up here. I'm thinking that house. They, <sighs> could, they could, like, open a shop on Etsy and sell crazy because <laughs> there was plenty. Oh, God. Ay ay ay. It's tiring to even think about. Speaking of tiring, the very term "Instagram influencer" tires my <laughs> hiney out. Right? I'm it's hard to take. You. Oh, it it is. So okay, it's such a desperate attempt
1: to make it sound significant, or uh, like it's not just you're a hot chick, so millions of guys look at you in a bikini, which I find pathetic. By the way, guys. Um, uh, and is uh, the time, and then you wear a certain <laughs> brand of shoes, and so right. they pay you for that,
0: right? Again, most of these influencers just influence people to look at their boobies, which is not that great an achievement, really. Uh, some of us don't consider women a sum of body parts, but anyway, uh, there's this uh, company named. Well, what it's named isn't that important. It's a, it's Chatterbox. It's not spelled that way. It's a clever spelling. It's an Indian marketing company that what they do is they look at you and say hey look at that you got uh, 700,000 instagram followers uh we've got clients we're going to hook you up with this brand of sandals for instance or this brand of hair goo or a hundred other things they match so-called influencers with advertising clients well and they're uh, somehow they they gathered up more information than they're supposed to and got hacked or something, and then so now there's various girls with, with big breasts are been exposed to hackers or something, and I don't really care. Um, but if you're an Instagram influencer, maybe you ought to look into this if you've worked with Chatterbox. And then you've got this Polish model and social influencer, Julia Slonska. She's a big deal in Poland, cute young thing, 17 years old. Uh, she's been in commercials and that sort of thing and was uh, interested in getting more influencers, or or followers, rather. See,
1: what I don't get about it is that there's there's so many attractive women, and they all look roughly the same. Mm. Just, I don't know, how can you have that many that have millions of followers? Ah, there's,
0: say, eight, 8 billion people on Earth, I guess. But so anyway, this, uh, this gal, this model and uh, influencer and her friends went into a, a famous park in Poland... With a hammer and smashed the nose on a
1: 200-year-old statue. Oh, she's the one who did that. I saw that uh, headline. Yeah. She knocked the nose off an old statue. Survived the devastation, the
0: horror, the genocide of the Nazis. But this little twit goes in. And then she apologized on Instagram. She was was looking for publicity so she'd get more Instagram followers. Uh She said that it was drunk. Her friends put her up to it and... She just wanted to play Minecraft, and I was stupid, blah, blah, blah. But then a different model, and why they don't slather themselves with oil and just wrestle over it, I don't know. But she said, yeah, your group arrived at the park with a a hammer and ready to videotape it all, you lying liar. Now, somebody who does that, now she is 17. She was a little older, I'd say life in prison. I would have no problem with that. Life Life in prison. prison. Wow. Because in my justice system, the Getty justice system, which is used by several nations on North Korea, China, Iran, (laughs) there are a couple of African republics, well, republics, um, you've got stupidity. Times damage to something precious, times shallowness, times just for your own pathetic gain on Instagram. That is a person who has no
1: soul. It's pretty weak.
0: Put her in a cell. Throw <laughs> her the key. There you go. There's justice.
1: Shocking that there are some Instagram models that are less than uh, fantastic citizens. Yeah, they're selfish and stupid. So I'm not a regular enough business traveler to have noticed this. But apparently, if you're a regular business traveler and like you travel to the same city a lot and take Uber from the same point A to point B a lot, you've noticed that the Uber charge varies. It doesn't. It doesn't with taxis, really. Uh, You know, you go from your hotel downtown to the airport. It's always going to be the same fifty five dollars for the most part. But with Uber and stuff, it depends on demand, which I did not know. So it varies. Y- oh yeah, yeah. I've been aware of that. You're
0: leaving a basketball game, for instance. I had no oh idea. man, they stick it to you. Yeah, it's a practice
4: called surge pricing, <laughs> where if they're getting more people using their apps asking for rides than they have active drivers, they raise the rates in, in an Supply effort and demand to bring man. more drivers out into, and, the, into
0: and, the market. And I'm right. fine with
1: that. Uh, but draws
0: more drivers out. That's a good, good point.
1: But the Uber and Lyft drivers caught on to it. And so what they started doing, for instance, around Reagan National Airport is they would all turn off their rideshare apps for a minute or two to trick the app into thinking there were no drivers around. Like in a coordinated way? In a coordinated way. Create a price surge. And then when the fare got high enough, they would turn their apps back on and uh, pick up some people at that higher rate. You know what
0: human beings do? You know what human beings do? We figure out what the system is and work it. It's a big old brain. It's amazing. Government policy ought to re- remember this, too, but they don't, or they don't care. But that's amazing. I mean, you, you almost have to admire the ingenuity of it. It's, it's, it's rotten, but... I never know what to think about what the whole... Shame. shame. That's right, shame. It's the grand shame. models and, and Uber drivers, shame, and Lyft, shame.
1: Every article I read about Uber or Lyft, there's always um, uh, talk in there about how the drivers aren't making enough money and they're unhappy, but every time I take an Uber ride and ask a driver about it, they're all happy. Everyone I've ever asked, said, so yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Maybe they beat them if they don't say that. Maybe. We're too, being maybe.
0: monitored. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening. Don't say anything.
1: Then I throw down some fake vomit on the seat, because that's, that's part of my deal. <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Well, if you, then, then don't do it. If you don't think you're getting enough money, it's simple. If Uber can get enough drivers at the wage they're paying, they're paying enough wage. Get the hell what out now? of the way of the market. i afraid I don't follow you. Oh, for goodness sakes. Shocking. Shocking. Oh, speaking of the internet. We don't have time for this right speaking now, really. Speaking
1: of the internet.
0: Well, just, you know, your <laughs> techie stuff. So there's... Uh,
1: <laughs> I could go any direction.
0: There's... There's a book out about the Winklevoss twins? I'm not sure there needs to be a book out about the Winklevoss twins. Who are the Winklevoss twins? Those are those two handsome lads who who helped start up Facebook. Oh, okay. With uh, Antichrist, Mark Zuckerberg, in college 100 years ago.
4: More precisely, they are the people who accuse Mark Zuckerberg of stealing Facebook from
0: them.
1: Oh, right. Right. That's why I know their names. They say Zuckerberg stole the idea from them. Yeah, they're
0: the victims in the Social Network movie. Gotcha. Back in 2010, it was... So popular.
4: I don't know if it was said in real life, but one of my favorite quotes of all time is from that movie with Zuckerberg saying, "Well, if they would have, if they invented Facebook, they would have invented Facebook." I always thought that was pretty good. What? No, I invented Facebook. I'm the one who made it. So they're saying, "No, they they stole my idea," and I we made this, and he stole it. And he's saying, mm-hmm. "Well, if you made it, you would have made it."
0: Ah, I get it. I get it. Although, yeah, you copyright an idea, but let's not get into that. But anyway, um. Uh, apparently, uh, they are willing to talk and um, and say, "Yeah, the boy's been uh, evil from the beginning." And there are some good quotes about this too. Um, but yeah, the 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 cute little uh, boyish uh, redheaded Zuckerberg, who I've been calling the Antichrist for quite some time, uh, is is perhaps.
1: Do you have to say allegedly to after- some allegedly evil to his core? Do you have to say allegedly after you call somebody the Antichrist, or can you just do that? No, I think you can just do that because okay. it's a
0: religious belief. Um, it's not a the. Uh, I would have to check the uh, the United States codes, Jack, the penal codes, but I do not believe being the Antichrist is a federal crime nor mm-hmm. a state crime.
1: But I interrupted the point. So your point was you've been saying this, they're saying it. What? Yeah, he he is remarkably good at appearing to be not evil. Part of it is just he, the
0: way he looks. He, yeah, he doesn't yeah. look evil. Well, that's 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 the that's the words of a simpleton. No offense. Allegedly, a simpleton. Uh, yeah, I've known, I've known plenty of people who looked uh, thoroughly like. Well, they look like they're in a live action Disney movie, and they were completely freaky. He looks evil. like
1: a guy you just met him. You'd say, "Here's my keys. Take care of my babies. I'm going to go off for a week. I'm sure you've got it." He just looks like that kind of guy. Right, but he's evil to Might the core. Be happy to look after your dog. It's like I've been saying forever if he gave if he did the same thing and gave the same answers to people but looked like Steve Bannon he'd be one of the greatest villains in the country
0: yeah yeah well well so' we'll, we'll have a little more on that to come but um me yeah oh and they're also commenting on everybody's commenting on now the the idea of breaking up Facebook because it's too big mm. or what have you I don't no, again, I think the free market is going to take care of that. Honestly, slowly, oh, but it will you know, take care of it. You think? I uh, was reading in CNBC, I think, the other day that uh, Facebook is now uh, incredibly challenged recruiting on college campuses because nobody wants to work for them. Oh, really? They're the evil empire? Did not know that. A lot of college kids, a lot of college techies who have uh, famously independent streak feel like they'd be going to build the Death Star. Right. Wow, that turned around
4: fast. I think Facebook got away with a lot because government didn't know or understand tech, social media, Internet, so they were allowed to acquire companies that they normally wouldn't have been able to.
1: Um, I don't doubt that for a second. A lot more on the way. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.